0: Friday edition of Spain and Fitz on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM channel eighty. Sarah Spain, Jason Fitz. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. One of the biggest stories that we've had our eye on today is something that we started the show out incredibly fired up about. You want to go back and check it out on the Spain and Fitz podcast wherever you get your podcast. Go back and listen because we've had plenty to say about the Jaguars' decision to hire Chris Doyle as their strength and conditioning coach. Remember, Chris Doyle has a history with the University of Iowa. He was the longtime strength and conditioning coach there and was relieved of his duties only a few months ago after making racist remarks, belittling and bullying players. So uh, there's a lot of history there, and it's something we've been diving into. Now we're going to head over to the Goodyear Hotline. Sarah Spain, Jason Fitz, we are going to be joined by Terrence Pryor, former Iowa linebacker Terrence. Really appreciate you joining us and appreciate your willingness to talk about this because we've been fired up about it. So I want to know, first and foremost, the obvious. What was your reaction when you heard that Chris Doyle is now going to be in the NFL with Urban Meyer as a strength and conditioning coach?
1: Hey, Jason, Sarah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, so, you know, when I heard the news, um, and this is going to sound cliche, but Uh, I I would got to say I was shocked, but not shocked, but not surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, I I was shocked in the sense that it happened in such a short span of time. Like we said, it was nine months, a little under a year. Um, But I I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised because of the fact that when people speak of football, they speak of football in a brotherhood and people tend to just look at that as the players, right? Um, There's a camaraderie amongst the players, but there's also a brotherhood amongst the coaches as well. So, when there is a coach, as uh, Coach Meyer said, he's known him for 20 years, when there is a coach, um, it, the coach feels, though, that he might be able to relate to him, and I'm pretty sure he might show the uh, benefit of the doubt. So, uh, In that sense, I, I was shocked, but I, I wasn't surprised at it. Shocked because of how long it took, but I wasn't surprised because I knew eventually some coach would give uh, Coach Doyle an opportunity.
2: Can you give us a couple examples for those who might not have the details of the behavior that Doyle exhibited that caused you and former teammates to complain?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, there, there's obviously the the situation in which um, I tweeted about. Um, and for those who don't know, that, that was a situation in which um, I, I was injured at one point in time when I was at Iowa. Um, and what we would do when we were at Iowa, when we were injured and you couldn't um, physically do anything, sometimes they would just have you walk around the field. Um, so one time when I was walking around the field, um, uh, Coach Doyle was there. He was standing outside, uh, standing to the side, and you know I walked past him. And he kind of, me and Coach Doyle had some type of uh, sometimes a contentious relationship, but it was, it would go, it was more banter. Um, and sometimes you know he would say things. So this particular time, he he reached out to me and he said, hey, you know, Prior, to you feel as though that you know football might not be the sport for you? And I was, you know, well, Coach, why, you know, why would you say that? I don't, I don't think that that's the case at all. And he said, you know, well, what about rowing or, or something like that? And then obviously the you know, oh, black people don't like boats and water and things of that nature. Um, so th- that was that. Uh, mm-hmm. There was another situation in which um, a former teammate of mine had uh, quit the team at Iowa, and he started a organization on campus of university uh, called Young, Black, and Educated. And um, what we would do is sometimes break up in sessions and work out and in one particular session. Uh, me and there was it was me and another black player. We were the only two black players. And uh, Coach Doria came to us and, and he asked us about what YBE stood for and began to kind of ridicule it a little bit and 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 um, talk bad about it in a sense. And to me, it just kind of marginalized. I felt marginalized at that period of time, and I was just like, you know, hey, we're the only two black players here. Um, so that that was one instance. And then one uh, one of the other instances that I came across was that uh I, at one point in time we were doing stretches and on those stretches we sometimes would have to put our hands on glass uh and at the end of the stretch we would clean off the glass so of course Doyle was like hey you know prior clean off the glass and when he did you know I, I began to clean it off and he just said you know this is this is probably what you'll you'll do this is probably what you'll be you'll be you know cleaning wow. glass that I, you're probably on a glass cleaning uh business and uh to me wow. you know it in no slight to any of those who who are who was in that profession to me though it kind of stated as though well hey this is this is what you will amass to right this is all that you right. can do so that kind of drove me down the path that I'm in now why you know why I left Iowa went on to Clark Atlanta University and then to Georgia State College of Law to get my um, law degree and uh, and that's why I'm using this degree to kind of speak for those college athletes who are in in the positions that I was in and others that need a voice.
0: We're talking to Terrence Pryor. Uh, former Iowa linebacker, and, uh, you know, this is all – we're trying to wrap our heads around bringing somebody in that represents your culture as much as a strength and conditioning coach does. So talk a little bit about uh, how the strength and conditioning coach actually influences whatever's happening in the locker room.
1: Yeah, so the the strength and conditioning coach is is very, very key. A lot of people don't know that, you know, because – when you think about college football, a lot of you do is think about the players and you think about the coaches, uh, the position coaches, that is, and the head coach. But a lot of people don't understand that, in particular in college, you spend a lot of your time, which is the offseason, with the strength and conditioning coaching with the staff. So a lot of your development as a player and as a young man uh, happens with between interactions with your teammates during these times and interactions with the strength and conditioning coaches. So the strength and conditioning coaches is, is very key um, to the development of you as a player, one, um, and then you as a young man in that situation. Um, and, and not only that, the strength and conditioning coach at, at Iowa, when it was this situation, they had a very uh, large uh, uh, hand. They had a really huge hand in, in some of the things that – uh, players strive to do, like playing time, right? Because if you spend most of your time with the strength and conditioning coach, their word is going to hold a lot of weight if they come back to the coach and say, like, hey, you know, the guy wasn't performing or he missed a, a workout session and things like that. So uh, the strength and conditioning coach is very key um, in these situations, and, and that's something that a lot of people don't know.
2: It's Spain and Fitz, Sarah Spain, Jason Fitz, and we're talking to former Iowa linebacker Terrence Pryor about the Chris Doyle hire at the Jaguars. Urban Meyer said multiple times, we've edited him. And I'm curious if you've heard from any Iowa teammates that Meyer reached out and asked them about the hire.
1: So, no, I, I haven't heard. Um, I, I haven't spoken to any of my teammates that said they've been reached out to by Coach Meyer. Um, not not at all. So, yeah, I don't know what Coach Meyer's vetting process was. Uh, but but as far as the coaches, the, I'm sorry, the players that I still speak to and the um, the people that I interact with, I haven't heard of any, uh, vetting of them in particular about how Coach Doyle was and as a coach and uh, what he what he represented to them. I know I haven't been reached out to.
0: So Greg Maven is on the Jaguars roster. He was also somebody that was vocal in the treatment that Doyle uh, had at Iowa. Have you spoken to Greg at all to see how he's taken this news?
1: I have not. I have not. And, and Greg, Greg, I think, um, came onto the team after I left. So I played at Iowa for, I walked on in 2009 and I played there from 2012 before, uh, going to Clark Atlanta University and continuing my uh, career there. So, um, I have not spoken to Greg about it. You know, I would be open to speaking to him about it if, if that's something he wants to talk about, but I, I haven't spoken to him about it. I, I have spoken to a few other players and, and kind of, kind of the same thing as I sp- said to you guys earlier. It's more so that we're shocked but not surprised and we're just shocked that yeah. you know this is something that happened less than a year ago um and then you know here he has a an opportunity and, and let me let me be clear right I, i'm not saying that someone shouldn't get an opportunity but what i am saying is that uh, people should be held accountable. And what we don't want is another situation where, you know, African-American men have felt marginalized. I felt uh, disrespected. And, you know, someone got a slap on the wrist and, you know, hey, we're going to keep our hair low for about nine months. This is blow over. And then and what some will call you'll get a promotion. You'll go from the collegiate yeah. level to the NFL. So this is um, this is to, failing to, up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> this
2: is, this is failing up. This is this is privilege in action, right? There's no accountability. He never apologized. He never admitted to it. He denied everything. He got paid a million dollars to leave, and yeah. now he's gotten a better job. I have to ask Terrence. You know, you said you talked to a couple people. I don't want to put myself mm-hmm. in the place of a, of a of a black man, particularly because to your point, this can be shocking but not surprising. Because if you get yeah. used to this BS, you're going to have to figure out how to reconcile your life with the realities of. Privilege and and racism. Um, But if you're on this team, don't you think this is a slap in your face to have this coach come in and say, I don't care how many dozens of people said this guy is racist and that he doesn't respect black players. I'm going to force you to work with them anyway. And and would you have something to say to, to Meyer or Shad Khan or somebody else about the hire?
1: You know, that's a good question. And I think that that raises a distinction between the collegiate and the NFL level, right? I, I believe that until the Twitter feed took place at, at the college level, a lot of us talked about these things, but we would just talk about it amongst ourselves as college players. But we will always have the fear of, hey, man, this might I might be reprimanded for this or this might affect me in a negative way. So collegiate players didn't feel as though they had the platform um, until we all stood bold and did it to, to express that. But in the NFL in that sense, uh, they are in a different position right they they don't depend on these coaches necessarily to make it to the level that they've already attained um so to me if if i was a player in that um situation i would hold all my coaches accountable and i think that's what we need right now i think we need you know players to stand up and and, and um hold Everyone accountable. You know, you hear all the time that, hey, hold your teammates accountable. If they're not making it across the line in the right time, hold them accountable. You know, team captains, hold them accountable. But I think that accountability needs to uh, transcend just the players and go to the coaches, to the organization. So, um, to me, would it be a slap in the face? uh uh maybe so but but if if it was i would definitely let my voice be heard um and and, and, you know there's only so much that a player can do but the platform that these players do have uh, is very very huge and it's very important so if they can use it in any way that they 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 uh could i think they should
2: yeah i agree and we appreciate you joining us and and also you know helping to lead people into speaking out more about this good on you
1: absolutely Absolutely. I um I really appreciate you guys having me. Um like like I stated before, man, this is this is a passion of mine and, and, and in particular in this intersection between um law and sports and, and, and you know, now with the, the collegiate athletes coming to get their NIL name, image and likeness and things of that nature. This is a, a passion of mine and this is where my practice is gonna focus. So um I really appreciate you guys. Um I, I just want to let everyone know that these college athletes, while wow, for so long have just been seen as uh players, uh, you know, people that have scholarships that need to just uh, perform and not complain. These college athletes are people, right? And, and that Twitter feed this summer um, kind of explained it. These college athletes are people that have a lot to bring to the table. I know uh, college athletes at Kennesaw State who started online fitness goals with Webhead Fitness. I know uh, the young former teammate that I went on, that I explained, started YBE. He's gone on to get a doctor degree, and now he's the chief uh, diversity Um, uh, uh, official so uh, to me people need to start understanding that these players are people um, and they have a voice and their voice matters
0: well we appreciate you joining us to share your your experience and so much perspective you guys can follow him on twitter at tprior51 Terrence thanks so much for joining us my friend
1: no problem no problem guys tprior51 at kingtp51 on Instagram and uh, Terrence Pryor on Facebook thank you guys so much for having me